<laughs> yep. Well, do you want to tell the listeners what you said to me right before I hit record? <laughs> I said, I can't wait to tell you all about my vagina. <laughs> and I believe my response was, hmm. <laughs> listeners, hold on tight. This yeah. might be a bumpy ride. But I think that it is so important to talk about, which is why I wanted to use our platform for good. Okay. Um. So I'm going to tell a couple of stories, not about just my vagina, but about how we've led up to this moment. So back in, uh, I guess it was 2021. Yeah. Um, I ruptured my Achilles and we used to, do you remember like during COVID, especially at like 9am, we would all like all of us ladies who were friends would get on this call and just like a zoom call and chat and whatever. So, we would we were chatting and then this lady Gerda came on and she is a great friend of ours and she is a pelvic floor therapist. So I was telling her that I just ruptured my Achilles and all the things, blah, blah, blah. And she said, oh, my goodness, did you get your cortisol tested? And I was like, yeah, like, what is that and why is that even important to what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And she said, well, the thing is, is that especially women as they're going through or getting into perimenopause, um, you're, if you're not eating properly or you're not sleeping properly or you're not whatever, your body goes into this fight or flight. And when your body goes into this fight or flight, it produces an exorbitant amount of cortisol, mm-hmm. the stress hormone. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I never heard of that. And she goes, and then what will happen is that things start to break down because you can't, like she said, imagine you're a bear and you're constantly, um, like you're constantly on the lookout for the the thing that's going to kill you and eat you. And she's like, that's what you are. Like you are that same person, that same animal, but we just have developed ourselves into much more of a whatever unique being but those bears they understand how the fight or flight works and you can't stay at that fight or flight for so long because you'll start to deteriorate which is what happened to my achilles because my nan was living with me still and i hadn't slept throughout the night well i still don't now but years like she would get up i'd put her to bed at 9 30 she would get up at 11 30 and then i would put her back to bed and then i would go to bed and then she would wake up at 1.30 and stay up until 4.30 and then Chris would take over and then I would sleep from 4.30 until 6.30 and then he would leave for work. Mm-hmm. And because of that and because I was like always cutting up her food or getting her meals ready, my food was getting cold and then I would eat like a quarter of it, and, right? So I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't taking care of my mental health. I wasn't taking care of my physical health and my fight or flight was high. So because of this chat with Gerda, I went to um, a naturopath and they did a blood panel for me and they you have to send it to the States. And I think it was like $240. When it came back, the naturopath called me and said, how did you not have a heart attack? Because my cortisol levels were so high that Mm -hmm. she couldn't even understand it. She goes, you're lucky. It was your Achilles muscle that got, damaged through this trauma and not your heart. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God. And it was such a wake up call for me. And so I thank Gerda for that every day because like family doctors, no knock to them, but they don't dig into the other stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. They're like, Oh, you have a cold or you have strep. Here's your, here's your pill. You have this symptom. Here's your pill. Like that's their job, which is fine. But 
what I like about the naturopath and Gerda especially too in what she does is that you have a problem, fine. But let's figure out why you have the problem. Instead of just in- treating it. Instead yeah. of just treating it. Yeah. So since then, her and I have had many conversations about how I can go back into like a sim- I don't know what it's called, but like a different state, like not the fight or flight, but like a, um, a different state where like I'm resting. My body inside is resting. Like I know that there's no predator that's going to come and eat me. Like I can calm down. And so I've been, that just made me laugh because of the book we're reading. <sighs> oh my God. Okay. We'll talk that's about that. Of- <laughs> then, well, this will be very quick. So then we can talk about that. Um, so anyways, uh, it, it just has allowed me to kind of step out of that fight or flight and go into more of what serves me, which then also digs into human design and really understanding who I am as a human to then feed into that and nourish myself the way that I'm supposed to be nourished. Right. Mm-hmm. So anyways, now going fast forwarding, that was J- January of 2021. And then we saw Gerda again this past week and, um, she was chatting. She gives the best hugs, by the way. So if you she ever have does. a chance to see Gerda or go see her in her clinic, yes. just ask her for a hug. Yeah. <laughs> She's so good. Oh, my gosh. And um, so she was talking, actually, to somebody else. I don't remember. You and I were there, and then she was talking to somebody else, and she had said something like, um, oh, well, when you go into perimenopause or, men- or menopause, a lot of times you get these, like, menopausal UTIs. And I was in the, I think we were chatting and I heard that and I was like, hold on a second. What did you just say? Because for the last, since my birthday, actually, I've been getting like, you know, the feeling that a UTI is coming. It's Mm -hmm. not full blown, but like you, you feel it. Yeah. And I'm like, what is that? And then you like kind of push a little bit and you're like, am I going to dribble? Like what's happening? Anyway, she says, like, there's so many instances where as you are going through this next change and phase in your life that your urethra is, the environment is different and your flora changes and your pH changes and it causes more of like a UTI, but it's not like a full blown. It's just an annoyance. It's not it like an infection yeah. caused by bacteria. It's caused by hormonal change. And I was like, hold on a second. Because since May, May to June, 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 like that's two months that I've had, not every day, but some days where I'm like, what is that feeling? And this is what it was. And so then I went back to her and I said, Gerda, I know I've asked you to look at my vagina before, (laughs) but like, and you said no, because we were friends and I respect that, but I trust her. So now I'm like, I think I do want you to look at my vagina. Like for real, for real, for real, for real. Yeah. Like. Because, and she said, well, when you hurt your shoulder or you injure your ankle or whatever, do you go to the physio and get it fixed? Yes. Of course you do. Yeah. Well, did you deliver babies through your vagina? Did you ever get that fixed? The tearing, the muscle tore, the whatever? No. I never. Did you? Have you ever been to a pelvic floor therapist? No. Right? And I pee my pants if I try and jump on a trampoline, so I know I need one. Well... I think anybody who's given birth vaginally needs one, probably. But you know what she said? She said, you know, it's so funny. Women have such a disconnect with their vaginas. Very true. They will always say, oh, well, like that down there, my cookie, my tulips, my... My well, used discon- to call it a snapper. <laughs> 
But even just like going and booking your pap smear. Yeah. So I got the notice in November or December that I'm due for my pap. And have I booked it? I finally did for like, anyway, the receptionist was laughing at me because I called to book it and it's like, whatever, seven months late. And she goes, um, she said, well, I'm afraid the doctor is going away for a couple of weeks. So I probably can't book you in until whatever, August, I don't know, 15th or something. She was like, is that okay? And I'm like, you can push it out as far as you want. Like, I don't care. It does. It can be October. She starts laughing. I was like, I really don't want to have this done because of that. Just the uncomfortableness, the awkwardness. But then it's like, why do we do that to ourselves? Why are we actually putting our health and our lives at risk? Honestly. Just to not show our snapper to somebody. Right? <laughs> this is the thing. Like, because there's that disconnect. Yeah. But what if you hurt your shoulder? You oh, yeah, the- I'd, I'd call Kevin the chiropractor. For he's, sure. He's, so if anybody's looking for yes. an amazing chiropractor in Burlington, yes. Kevin Mahoney is solves everything. Honestly. I go to him for anything that aches, yes. and, and he fixes it. I agree. Yeah. Physiotherapy, chiropractic, nice life chat. He's, so there you go, he's guys. Gerda and Kevin. Yes. Put him in your Rolodex. But what actually, speaking of that, both of them, Gerda said to me, who is your team of... of um, she said, like, your nan has a team of professionals to surround her to help her with all the things that she needs. Like, I got my nan a music therapist, like, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Physiotherapist, like, right. She goes, who's on Who's on your team? Mm-hmm. Great and question. I was like, I, well, I got a family doctor, right? Like, I see her every year. That's about it. She's like, that's not enough. Like, you need a team to support you. Mental health. I was going to say health. mentally yes. and physically. Yeah. But all of it. And there's no shame in this. Like we all have vaginas and sometimes they don't work the way that they're supposed to. And sometimes we pee when we jump and cough and sneeze and right. laugh. And, and anytime right? I'm with my sisters, somebody pees <laughs> right? because of we're laughing so hard. And why is that not getting addressed? Mm-hmm. Why are we not talking about it? Right. Everybody's so disconnected. Like, you know, oh, well, the thing down there. Well, no, your feet are down there. That's what Gerda said. Yeah. Your feet are down there. Your vagina is halfway up. Yeah. Like, talk about your vagina. And so, anyways, I said to her, like, listen, will you look at my vagina? And she's like, of course I will. And I was like, eee! And didn't she say she wouldn't actually look at it? She well, she said she doesn't need to look mm. at it if you go in with a certain issue and she can tell you how to fix it. Yeah. So with the UTIs, she knew exactly what it was and how to fix it, which is great. Um, but with the peeing, she has to go in and check. Yeah. And she said, like, it's super gentle and she always, like, asks permission and she always asks if there's any, like, um, post-trauma or, like, things like mm-hmm, that that would mm-hmm. maybe be triggering for some. Like, And she- I know she's also passionate about, like, women's orgasms and sexual yes. health and things like that as well. Yeah. So I asked her, like, am I going to come while I'm there with you? Because <laughs> I just wanted to know, like, is, like, is it super sensitive? Like, yeah. what happens? You know, I don't know. And she's like, no, I don't think so. Because I'm talking to you the whole time. Like, you're not going to be in a, in a mood. Yeah. And I was like, no. okay, well, like, just wanted to well, make sure. I don't sure. know, Rochelle, with <laughs> you, it could happen. Who knows? But that was the other thing. Like, because I will say my drive for sex has come, like, not gone away but it's definitely so much lower Mm -hmm. and i think that 
a couple of reasons. One, obviously we're in the age that things are changing, but Chris said like, oh, aren't you supposed to be in your prime now? And I'm like, no, I thought I was 35, but apparently it's 35 to 50. So I guess I am, but I've never worked this much in my life. I was going to say hard, but it's not hard. I love, love, love what I do, but I'm tired, right? Because I'm pouring into people all day mm-hmm. and supporting their journeys and their families that when I get home, I need somebody to pour into me, right? And not in that way. Right. Oh my God, gross. <laughs> but yeah, so like, when it, yeah, so I just, so that was interesting. So then when you're, she was talking about orgasms and stuff like that, I'm like, maybe I do need to have a conversation with her and sit down and like figure it out because it's not just my cookie. Like it's my, it's, it's the, it's me. Like that is, that is me. She does look, yeah, looks at the person as a whole yeah, and uh, takes in everything into account. But that, so that is the thing. But then, so I'm going to go see Gerda about my vagina and I really um, hope that if you're listening to this, go and get your vagina checked. Gerda Hayden, H-A-Y-D-E-N. She has her own website. I'm sure if you Google her. She works at the womb and... And she has her own... Yeah, I think her own website. I'll look it up while okay. you're talking. Um, so it's also easy for women to say, like, I don't have a sex drive anymore because I work too much or I, I'm tired or I'm not feeling it or I'm not whatever. But then... My good friend Stacy says to me, oh, you should read this book. It's super dirty. <laughs> oh, wait, before we go there, GerdaHayden.com. Oh, easy. Good. So, <laughs> so we're out for dinner. <laughs> so we're out for Confession dinner. time. Right, with our spouses. And uh, and Stacy says, oh, you, you should, like. Um, I don't even know how we got on this conversation. Honestly. Read this book that I'm reading. And I'm like, what is it? And, um. Well, you can tell about the book. Well, <laughs> I mean, trigger warning, it is about smutty sex and um, about a woman who enjoys the thrill of the chase and kind of being chased by the man and whatever. So it's not going to definitely not be for anybody, uh, for everybody. Uh, it's the first book I've read of that type. I can't say whether it's necessarily for me, although it was interesting to read uh, and see, but if you've had, um, traumatic experiences in your life, it's not the book for you. Mm. We'll say like that. Right. I, and for me, I actually, yeah, I'm going to go there. I like it rough, like rough. Turns. You were like <laughs> split second decision. Yes. I'm yeah, going there. yeah. Because we need, right. There's the disconnect. Why, can, why are we not comfortable talking about this stuff? So I, yeah, I like it rough. That's right. And Chris knows this and he helps with that and all the things. So when I'm now telling him I'm too tired, babe, I don't want to, I can't, I can't get off my chair. Like I'm so exhausted. And then I read this book. Well, part of it, I'm, I just started yesterday. <laughs> you feel it like in your gizzard. Re- like, <laughs> re- <laughs> right. Uh, but maybe that's the thing. Like maybe I'm, I'm always, so wrapped up in all the other things that are going on in my life that when you read or when you do that, that something about taking you out of where you're at right now and putting you in that other space. Exactly. And it's, it was pretty, so I was, Oh my God, it was so funny. I'm driving and I'm listening to this book and I have tears even right now talking about it. 
Um, but uh, it's so graphic. <laughs> and you hear it, like, the words and everything. And then, yeah, so I'm getting, like, all the tingles and stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, it isn't dead. It's alive there. Like, I was excited about it. Yeah. I and, and, and I think it gets to the point, too, when you've been married for such a long time or with the same partner for such a long time, or your life is so busy and stressful taking care of the kids, looking after yeah. all the other people, yeah. you know, not looking after your own vagina, and you're not looking after your own sexual health. Right. And so it's kind of like you forget to say what you need right. and ask for what you need. So another instance of this, and I was so upset to hear it, so a lady that I know said to me that she and her husband had gone to uh, marriage counseling and the marriage counselor asked them how many times that they have sex in a year. And um, she was like, they like, she, I guess they gave her a, a benchmark saying like above 10 or under 10 times. And she said, no, it's under 10 times. And the husband agreed, like, I think it was twice that year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so the, the therapist looked at the wife and said, well, you're providing a sexless marriage and that's grounds for divorce. Wow. What? Like, so women carry around guilt that and responsibility shame. Right. Of having sex in the marriage. Interesting. Yeah. And I was like, mm, mm. so Yeah. It was just, but this is another thing. So we're thinking like, am I a good enough wife? Did I do a good enough job today? Am I a good enough business owner? Did I? It's all in the head. It's like everything is so. Right. It just makes it so you are tired at the end of the day. And then now to put that added guilt on me, like, so I'm not a good sexual partner because I only did it twice this year. I'm going to be honest. If Dave is ever, ever, and he knows this, if he's ever like. Uh, it's been a little bit of time or whatever, right? <laughs> Looking at his watch and knowing the date. And, but I'll be like, do you want it to be, you know, another stretch of time? Yeah. Cause keep on that path. And it right. will, like, I can, That's I'm the same as, as, as you in like, I think my, obviously my libido ebbs and flows. And I would really like to get my hormones checked because I feel like my, te- my testosterone is probably really low. Although I don't know how that works. Cause I have an IUD with, that yeah. gives off hormones. I don't even know what hormones is in it. But Progesterone. Is it? But whatever. I'm like, but for me, it's more that's a mental thing. I'm like, yes. you keep putting that pressure on me, yep. and we'll see how long we can <laughs> we can go for. Your demeanor just totally changed. You're like, bitch. Right? Yeah. I get into that, that de- like. Defensive. Yeah. yeah. It's the same as when I'm, like, telling him I want to get another tattoo, and he's like, uh, no, I don't want you to. And I go into the, yeah. you ain't my daddy. Ooh. And only my daddy could tell me I'm not. <laughs> well, Watch is... me. I'll get asleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine. You would die. Right. But why is it that we put so much guilt and shame on ourselves for not performing? What? Like, we already think, did I do? Do I? Can I give a fingernail more? No, I fucking can't. So leave me alone right now. But what I realized is that you're right. It's all in my head. But you and know I, what? Why? I'm sorry to interrupt you. The the men I think don't realize if if all they all they had to do was turn around and be like, lay down and let me rub your back or massage your shoulders or yes. get you a cup of tea 
or rub your feet for you or whatever. Yeah. It would flip a switch. Yeah. Like what, that. It's your love language. Whatever your love yeah. language is. It's like, the being taken care of. Mine just too. Just for a little bit. Yeah. Mine is acts of service. Yeah. 100%. Like when he just told me right now I went to go pee. And I was like, oh, hey, did you want to like come in and have a chat on our podcast? And he's like, no, I'm doing chores. I felt a little tingle. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, you are, right? I'll make sure to leave right after the podcast right? is done. I'm like, oh, you want a little, you know? Like, that's hot for me. Yeah. The hottest men are the ones that can cut the grass and pick up the dog shit. Do the dishes. You do all of those things and I don't have to? Or what? I don't have to pay the cleaning lady an extra hour for it? That's hot. Yeah. These are the things that I'm realizing because I honestly thought until you gave me that sex book yesterday that my vagina was dead. And you know what happens with dead vaginas? They turn gray, ladies. Oh, I stop. I can't. You want yours to turn gray? Get the blood flowing down there. Get this book that Stacey recommends. <laughs> <laughs> or any other... Sm- you know what it was, ladies? <laughs> it was TikTok. So somehow I ended up on Book Talk, and they were... Uh, different women pop up on my For You page, and they're like... I didn't think I'd read a book like this before until I read this book. And I'm like, then going on my Kindle and I'm like, what's this book? And I'm like, Ooh, this it's got like four out of five stars saying it's steamy and hot. I'll read it. Cause it's not all dead down right. there. Well, and now I know that because yeah. I felt like it actually was. Yeah. I felt like my vagina was turning gray. What uh, did we put a pin in? What? Oh, this book. That's oh fine. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> I was like, we've yeah. been in something. Yeah, um, but that, yeah. So introducing that book, and I was like, wow, like this, this is great. I'm not dead down there. I'm not turning gray yet. I felt the tingle in my gizzard, mm-hmm. and I was like, ooh, ooh. right. It's nice. But it, for it goes- somebody book recommendations, email. <laughs> Stacey and Rochelle at gmail.com Yes, your kink. Yes! <laughs> we'll find the book for you. Oh my you. god, that's amazing. Also, though, I need to know how to get on the book talk and the um, the recipe talk. Whatever. Oh, I can help you with both, probably, because I have those food and sometimes books. A lot of times tattooed shirtless <laughs> men are on my For You page. Did I show you the TikTok of the guy with the gray sweatpants and he sings and, like, it moves. It moves. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, I think TikTok actually took it down because the comments, though, were the funniest thing. Oh, my God. They were like, wow, did you see the snake? <laughs> did you see the one? There was one TikTok where a guy was like, he was like, I don't know, maybe 17, 18. And he's like, can you, uh, if you're a woman or whatever, can you tell me what it feels like for you to have sex? And the comments were absolutely it oh was like God. it's like when you ask your partner to scratch your back and they scratch every part but the part that itches <laughs> the comments were off the chart. it's like needing to sneeze but then never actually getting oh. to sneeze <laughs> vaginal health and women's health and all of the things is communication with your partner. A hundred percent. Because there is not a time unless we're in a rush or we get interrupted that I don't finish mm-hmm. because there's no point. Like I'm not taking off my pants if I don't get something. If I don't have that guarantee. Right. <laughs> like it's happening no matter what, no matter how. And, um, 
and he knows that. Like, and he'll, and he make like, we, he's happy to do that. Right. But he'll say, did you, mm. did you finish? Are you good? Are you happy? Do you need more? Like whatever the question is, like, and sometimes like, it's not romantic by any means. Like we leave that for Sundays, but yeah, today is romantic sex. Oh, day. goodbye. <laughs> I'm leaving as soon as I can pack this laptop up. I'm out the door. But the but that is the communication piece, right? Yeah. So it's it's check your woman's health and also have the communication with your partner because I think it's super important to make sure that you get what you need out of the relationship as well. A hundred percent. It is give and take. Yes, and I want to give at, or I want to take at least six times. Don't forget the take. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and and we're going to end here. I know it was interesting because yesterday my friend paid Serena $10 to, uh, cause Serena played with her kids all afternoon. So she could kind of have a break. And I said, you did not have to do that. She's like, no, I'm doing it. And then Serena, without me even prompting later on as they were leaving, gave the $10 back to the, one of the twins who's four and was like, here, you take that and give it to your mom later or whatever. And then she did it right then and there. And Kim was like, "Uh, no, 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 Missy. Like you're taking this. Right. And it was, and it was a lesson in you earned this and you need to allow the receiving of this. I want to give it to you. Right. And so that's just the piece about taking on that sexual level and being, I was about to say being serviced (laughs) on the sexual level. Yes is another act of receiving and not having to necessarily give. Right. And what if you just allow that to happen? What if you say that to your partner? I just, right now I need to receive and not give. And that's, that's how it is for just. What if I just want to lay here and I'll like let out a little, Oh, is that fine? Is that not how everybody does it? (laughs) (laughs) This has been the best episode ever. But I, I do hope that people got a ton of um, really good value, right? Like, because that's our main goal is yes. to just get your vagina checked and go see Gerda and have a conversation with her because she's absolutely incredible. And we're going to see you on August 27th in my backyard at my magic pool talking more about all of these yes. kind of issues and whatever else you want to hear about. Yeah. It's like the podcast, but in person. Yes. It's going to be so good. With good food yeah. and floating. Right. And maybe magic singing bowls. Yes. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.